0: Welcome to Living Your Limitless Life. Your host is Carol DeShane, the founder of connect to joy This program is designed to inspire and motivate you to find your best life. Join us on this journey of transformation now. Here is Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. I'm Carol DeShane, and my passion in life is to help you find your joy, to release what holds you back, and assist you to quantum leap your journey of self-discovery. I'm an intuitive, certified in life and business coaching, and a multidimensional energy light worker. So if you're ready to start creating that life you've always dreamed of, that you deserve, let's have some fun, and let's get started right now. Today... We're going to be talking about taking down walls and what I mean by that energy that you put up that keep people away or that stop you from having what you want in your life. So we're going to look at what they are, why we have them, the benefits from taking them down and look at how to do it, how to knock them down so that you can connect to people that you really want to connect to and especially to those we love so that you can do it in a deeper way and communicate and a much higher level. And as an added bonus, we have a guide visualization. So first off, what are boundaries? Boundaries are really, really positive things to have. They're things that can help you. But the walls, those are a little more, hmm, well, questionable. So first, what is a wall? Well, it's sort of an energetic field that we put up around ourselves, kind of like a force field. Some people can sense it, but others can actually see it. They can see the field in colors, but there aren't too many of those. Most people just feel it, and they either ignore you, or they don't communicate well with you, or they just, they treat you differently somehow, then you can't figure out what's going on. And science can actually even measure this energetic field. I'm not a scientist, so I can't explain that, but I know they can. It's kind of like the pictures of the auras that we see. It shifts, and it changes, and it gets bigger or smaller, and people I've actually had somebody I yelled at in my head when I was walking towards a turnstile. They were they were going so slow and fidgeting and I thought, get out of the way. And literally the second I said it in the energetic field I pushed towards them, they their head jerked up and they stepped to the side and I thought, whoa. Okay, that was really strange. I had that was when I was quite young and I'd never done anything like that before. And I I don't want to intrude on people that way. So I normally would never do that. But I was late. I heard the BART train coming because I'm in San Francisco area. I literally thought that. Didn't say a word. But their head jerked up the same moment that that energy went through me and went out towards them. So those walls can come in both directions. That energy force field, you can feel it. You can see it sometimes. So first off, let's look at why do we have walls? Once you know what it is, why do we have them? Most of the time it's because you feel threatened. Their safety is paramount to our being, so we put up walls. It may be from trauma, whether we remember it or not. It could be also from, of course, abuse. Things that we don't want to think about, but that makes us feel safer when we're behind this wall and keep everybody away. It might have been a school bully or your parents that weren't there for you maybe they abandoned you it was something that you didn't want to have to deal with ever again so pain can definitely make you put up a wall it might be a love relationship or somebody just did you wrong who also could have abused you or abandoned you or or said horrible things to you and did mental abuse that sort of thing you might think I'm never gonna let that happen to me again so you put up a wall and say now nobody can get to me because now I'm safe When you do it to feel safe, you want to keep the bad guys out and you want to cocoon yourself so you feel more comfortable. You feel like life is going to be okay, but you keep everyone out. And I mean everyone, if you put up a big enough wall. I know this because I have been doing that for many, many, many years. I kept people away and I could never figure out why. There's no drama, but it was really frustrating And I got to the point of realizing for me, it was about a past life karma. And it tends to come from that because we carry those things with us a lot, but it also can be more obvious in in this life where you look at, oh yeah, I see why I did this. And the why isn't always as important as knowing the other pieces of the puzzle, but it can make you feel better if you know why it happened, if that's something you need. And I've helped people through intuitive readings and past life readings to be able to see where it came from so that they can then shift and think, oh, well, I don't need this wall anymore. This is unuseful now because I've shifted and I've grown and this safety issue is no longer in my life. Therapy can also help with that. So here we go. Now we're going to talk about how to recognize walls. It's easier sometimes to recognize them in other people. So let me tell you what they look like in other people. And maybe you'll realize that you have them too. So first off, when you look at someone else and you're trying to connect to them, do they seem separate and apart? That's a wall of some sort. They don't want to be connected. It's a wall they put up, whether they don't like you or whether it's because they're nervous or afraid or fearful or whatever it is, they've disconnected. And that's what it looks like when they put up a wall for them. They may not be very communicative. You may try to talk to them and they may not really hear you. They may not get what you're saying. Even if you stop and you think about it and you go, no, I'm, I'm being clear. You're probably not to them because if they put up this wall and you talk, it's like being on the other side of a wall in your house where you're trying to say something and the person on the other side goes, what? What? And you're yelling at them going, no, I want this. And they're going, what? It's the same thing. If they're outside and you're inside or there's noise, they can't hear you. And so that's kind of like what happens when the person is behind their wall. They can't hear what you're saying clearly. Now, they may also put up a wall. Shyness is kind of a wall all by itself. They don't want people to see them, they don't want people to judge them. They're afraid of something, so they're acting shy. Being uncomfortable of people thinking they're stupid or not attractive or whatever it is, you can see that. That they're behind a wall and you don't know why necessarily if they're shy. You just think, oh, well, they're shy. There's always a reason behind that shyness. The reason they put up that wall. You can also recognize a wall. They look at you coldly or they seem unfeeling. They've really got a huge wall. Now, it can be a lot more things behind that besides just being a wall. Because maybe they're just, you think, well, they're just mean and nasty people and they might be, but there's so many reasons people put up this facade and the facade may not be comfortable for you as somebody looking at them, but it's just a wall of don't come too close to me. You're not safe and you may never move through those sorts of walls to help somebody, but that's sometimes people's reactions to putting up a wall. You can also recognize a wall if you're in a relationship and you want a commitment from someone and they won't do it. People call it fear of commitment, but it's a wall. It's a wall so they don't get too close. And of course, the ultimate wall is drugs and alcohol abuse because that is the kind of wall where you keep yourself locked inside and everyone else is locked out. It doesn't matter who they are. If you get too close to somebody and it looks like you're going to breach the walls of these people, that's when they will pull away from you, they'll snap at you, or they'll get nasty. So be aware when you are around someone else and that's what they do to you, that perhaps you need to see them with a more loving light and realize, oh, they just have these issues. I don't know if I can do anything to be in this person's area. But you can at least recognize what they're doing. On the flip side, perhaps these are things that you deal with. You might have recognized yourself in some of these, especially if you're at parties and you feel uncomfortable there. And maybe, like me, you don't speak up in a group. I've never spoken up in a group unless I'm so comfortable, it's ridiculous. And as I've gotten older, I've also gotten more comfortable. But if you feel like I did, where you walk in and you go, great, is there somebody I can talk to? Great, there's one person over there not talking to anybody, I'll go talk to them. Or there's two people I can join rather than a whole group, and maybe I can talk to them. But you get me in a group, and I know a lot of people that are this way, you stand there and you go, great, I'm just going to look at everybody and not say a word. I'm just going to allow everybody else to talk, and they'll think I'm really out there and paying attention and being part of the group, but I'm really not talking. I'm not the person with the thing on top of my head, you know, the lampshade they used to say. I'm not one of those people. So if you feel alone, even when you're in a group, or unconnected, if you feel like people aren't hearing you, you probably have your own wallop. And you may also realize sometimes that you snap at somebody, or you say, oh, no, I'm pulling away. I don't really want to talk to them anymore. They're trying to breach your walls and that makes you uncomfortable. So especially if you snap at someone and you go, why did I do that? That's not me. That was your reaction to them getting too close. So then you can look at it in a different way and see how you feel about that. And especially if you're in a romantic relationship and you can't seem to get that person closer to you because they keep you at arm's length or maybe you keep them at arm's length. Either way, that's a wall. That's something that you can move through. The next sec is going to be about the pros and cons of a wall. So what about it? The pro of a wall is if something awful has happened to you and you want to detach emotionally, it's a safety and control thing. So you can keep people at a distance so they can't see you. Now, sometimes you need to keep that up because you're still in an unsafe situation. So it's a pro to have it up then. You want it. Another pro that can also be a con is that keeping people at a distance thing so they can't see you good thing if you're around people that are scary or situations that are unsafe but if you want to keep people closer you want to connect it's not a good thing to have that wall up and you may not even realize it's there which is why I wanted to talk about it today you also have another problem an issue that you can't seem to communicate with people like I said they don't hear you they always take you wrong you post something on social media and they attack you and you're going what did I say I don't get it They don't hear the intent you mean because you have this wall up that's stopping them from getting the true you. Relationships can be incredibly unfulfilling. You may not feel like you're anywhere near these people because you just have that separation. So if you are looking at reasons why to take down a wall, you have to look and see if it's safe, if you can keep your walls, or you can separate and let yourself have some of them down for at least some of the people if it's not quite safe to take it down all the time. And timing is incredibly important when you take down your walls. Make sure that you do feel safe because you may only want to take down part of the wall instead of the whole thing. And we'll get into that in a few minutes. The reason that you might want to take down your walls is to let your loved ones closer to you, to feel more connected in general to like the whole human population, to feel more connected to your own self, to your own higher self, and to attract people to you that you want there, not just anybody. But if you can attract those people that you really want in your life, you won't if you have a wall up. And ultimately, you'll be able to be seen by people and heard much clearer if you allow yourself to take down those walls. The next step I always hear from my clients is but how do you do it? Of course, how do you do it? Well, first, you have to become aware that you have them and what area of your life you have them in. You may not have them in all areas, maybe you only have it in your love life and you don't let anybody close to you or maybe you have it at work so you don't attract the right kind of jobs or you have horrible bosses or whatever you do that's the first thing become aware that you have them and second when you're around the people or situations that cause the walls to go up pay attention to how you act do you snap at people what do you do so you can be aware the next time you do that and you can then look at what set you off it won't feel like you're really the true you. You'll feel like you're acting really differently and kind of uncomfortable in the situation, almost like you don't feel like it's happening. Now, there are modalities that could help you. Of course, there are therapists, like I mentioned, life coaches like me. There's energy healing work that can work through it and help raise your vibration and shake off some of the wall problem. (laughs) And then there's also energy space clearing, intuitive work. There's all sorts of things. Really relax into this guided visualization, because we're going to be talking about what your walls look like, how to take them down, and all that during the guided visualization. But if you can't actually do it right now, you're in a car, you're working out, it's okay. You can listen to it. Just don't close your eyes if it's not, you know, no accidents allowed. Listen and realize if this is something that works for you, that you might want to come back, bookmark this, come back and listen to it later. When walls come down, or even just part of a wall, we can feel really vulnerable. It's like a vacuum where you release the wall and something has to rush in to fill it. So we're going to make sure that as we're going along, and if you decide to take it down, we won't leave you feeling vulnerable at the end. We want to make sure we fill that void again with love or peace or whatever it is that you want. And so don't be concerned about that. And when you take down walls, you do it when you feel safe. You do it when you want people to see you, and if it's ready, if it's that time for you to stop hiding, because walls are a really good way to hide, but you have that something's wrong, something's not happening when you're ready to take it down. So if you're done with those old fears and you can let them go, that means it's time. So check in before we get started and allow yourself to realize that if it's time to take them down and you feel good about it, then go ahead and do it. But if you feel in any way unsafe and need to keep them up and keep those energetic walls up for a bit, then don't go any further in the guide of visualization to the point of when I say now let them go, don't let them go. Allow them to become maybe thinner or smaller or have some of them come down. But you don't want to feel so vulnerable when they come down that some small thing happens and they flip right back up again, maybe bigger or thicker or just more and larger than they were before. Check in with yourself and do what feels right for you while we're going along. But if you're ready, ready to connect to other people at that deeper level, jumpstart your life in the direction that'll bring you more joy or just what you want to have happen, more love, more connection to people, let's go ahead and get started so that you can see what those walls look like and you can decide where you go from there. So let's get started. Get comfortable and just start breathing. Take a breath and allow the worries of the day to shift away and breathe and let all those things that are on your mind, put them off on the side, knowing you can always pick them up again if you need to, or they can disappear and the worries can go if you don't need them when you come back. Take another breath and feel the peace descending on you from the top of your head. All the way down through parts of your body, through your throat, down through your neck and into your shoulders, where we carry so much of the weight, so much of the tension. Down through each ligament and joint, through each organ, allowing the peace to flow so that you feel like you can be more aware of what's happening around you. Letting all of those worries and the fears about what may happen, go about what is happening. Go. feeling safe and knowing that only your best and your highest can possibly happen to you right now, and you're here for a reason, so that you can find your way to where you want to be. And as you feel all the way to your toes as peace come to you, allow yourself, to start lifting up out of your body. So you can look down on yourself. So as you start lifting up, just be aware that as you start hovering above your body, you're just looking down. You still feel connected, but you can see just in a general way if you have anything built up around your body. Do you have any walls? Do you have anything that looks like it might be considered a wall? Is it just your aura? Or do you feel like you see... Something. If you see what you consider a wall, what does it look like? In general, do you keep a wall up that looks like it's got like an energy that pushes people away? Perhaps it's like that force field I mentioned. Is it light, or maybe it's made from stone, or acrylic, or glass? Maybe it's just the old normal wall. It looks like a wall from your house, but it's sitting. How far out in front of you? How big is it? Perhaps it's a dome, so it goes all the way up and around you, or it just kind of locks you into a place. What color is it? Is it thick or thin? Is it tall or short? Or perhaps it's like a two-way mirror where you're invisible. No one can see in, but you can see out. Or Maybe it's just a window where you can see out and they can see in, but no one can get through to you. Now, as this becomes clear, and still looking from yourself, from above, looking down and looking around, do you see what's on the other side of the wall? Do you see what you're holding back or who you're holding back? When you look, do you see a specific person or situation that literally is kept out on purpose? Do you see maybe a loved one that's hurt you that you don't want to get too close to you? Do you see a situation at a job that perhaps you're you're pushing away a boss, whatever it is that you see out there. What is that that you're holding away from you, and that wall is holding back? Do you see where it stems from, where the origin was? Is it that person, or is it go back to perhaps a teacher or somebody that when you were really young? Or maybe you even flash on a past life costume or something that you can look into later. Whatever it is, see what it is that might have created this wall. Why you put it up in the first place. You don't need to take a lot of time going there. But any reason that you have an epiphany for what it is, may help you move through it quicker. As you look at this wall, feel into the feeling you have and being aware of it. How comfortable are you right now taking down that wall? Does it feel like old stuff and it's no big deal to take it down? Or does it feel unsafe to take it down? And like, oh, no, 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 no. This is here for a reason. I can't do it. And that's okay. But be aware of how it feels. Kind of some of the options for releasing at least a piece of this wall, even if a tiny fraction of a percent versus the whole thing, can make a huge difference because you can start doing it little by little. So if you start with forgiveness of yourself for putting it up, for keeping yourself apart from people, or forgiving other people for doing things to you, that's one option. That's one thing you can do to help this wall start to shift. And that's a huge one. But you can also just imagine shifting the wall size and shape. You may not need to work into why it came up. If it's really old things, you may have already changed the old things, like you just haven't taken the wall down yet. It's like that remnant, that piece of Gothic architecture that's still there and beautiful, but it's in ruins because it's just still there, but it's not serving a purpose anymore. So can you make it thinner or shorter? or Maybe the wall can be more see-through. Perhaps the way you want to take it down Layer by layer or brick by brick. You choose what works for you. And of course, the most drastic way to get rid of a wall is to blow it up or disintegrate it or allow it to just disappear. Now, if you take it down completely and it pops right back up, it has deeper roots. It has something that you may not be able to shift that much right now. So let that go, but be aware that you can come back later and do more work on it. But in the meantime, if you can take a little bit of it down, thin it out a little bit, see that happening for yourself, it's going to be easier to do more work later. Even 1% of the work is 1% of the work. So still looking down on yourself. Now take a moment and take down the walls that feel right or change them however feels right for you. And when you're complete in doing that, look at what's left of the walls, if anything, and congratulate yourself for whatever you did, even if it's only for becoming aware of the walls that you put up in general that are out there. And the next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at a specific area in your life so that you have a chance to address something specific. You may not have had a wall that you saw that much of that was about your entire life. Maybe you saw a small wall. Maybe you saw something that was like, yeah, well, yeah, it comes up, it goes down. But you don't think that much about it. If you're still hanging with me, you know there's something you needed to do. This time, choose an area that you feel you have some disconnect in, something that you want to shift and change, but you don't seem to be able to do it. Whether it's your love life it's the way you deal with the person you love or not having anybody because you can't seem to attract the right person or even attracting the wrong person all the time if it's your love life think about that perhaps it's your work life i have a lot of people who like to think about their financials they aren't doing well with money and they have walls against having attracting enough money to them so they think about that part of their life when they're working on pulling down walls whatever it is you need work on Choose one of those areas right now. And now, take a look again, when you're thinking of just that one area of your life, look again at what the wall looks like. Look at the description of the wall about just this one issue in your life. So what is the wall made from? Look again, is it energy? Is it light? Or is it acrylic? Or glass? Or maybe stone? regular wall. What does it look like? How massive is it? Maybe you've done a lot of work on this wall over the years. Maybe you've been taking down the problems and working on the issues and you're looking at it going, oh, it's still massive. I have so much more work to do. I thought it would be nothing. Or maybe you look at the wall and say, wow, I can see I've done so much work. I see all the rubble around the bottom. (laughs) Or maybe you've already carted all the rubble away and it's just just an inch worth of wall. So look at this wall in this one area of your life and allow yourself, think about it, to feel through it. What color is it? How thick or thin is it? How tall? How short? Again, look and see if it's a force field or or a window or what is it made from? And then see if there's an origin of this wall. If it's your love life, was there someone that set it off, that started out? Maybe you're looking at how you react to authorities. Was there somebody who started this off? So you can feel like there is more that you can do if you release it. Look at this wall about this particular area of your life and decide how you want to release it if you're ready to take it down or to take part of it down. What do you want to do? Do you want to blow it up and say, I'm done? Do you want to take it apart layer by layer or thin it out and shorten it a little bit because that's what feels like the safer way to go because you're not quite ready to take it down or you don't quite know how, but in your imagination, what do you choose to do right this minute? So still looking down from above and looking at those walls around that one area of your life. Take that moment and decide how and if you're going to let that wall down. Are you going to let people in about this one area? Allow things to shift and grow or still feel not quite comfortable with that? Your choice. Do what you feel is right right now. And then take a look at what's left of this wall surrounding this one issue in your life and decide if you're ready to release. Remember, when something rushes in to fill the void, We don't want that to happen unless it's what we choose. So right now, take a moment and look at what you've released, what you've done. And if you've left any space, anything there that something could get in that you don't want, allow yourself to fill this void that you've created with love or joy or peace. Fill the void now with a golden light of whatever it is that you choose to fill it with. And then as you finish filling up this void, we want you to be able to come back down into your body little by little. And before you come totally back in, start to feel your body. And how does it feel with whatever you've shifted? If you've taken down walls, how does it feel? If you've allowed yourself to take some of them down, Do you feel, still feel safe? Do you feel okay? Because we're going to surround you with the safety, with this peace and this knowingness that you did everything you were supposed to do today, that it feels good and right and what you need. And now when you open your eyes, you're going to feel lighter and brighter and ready to remember exactly what you did so that you can learn and grow even more from the memory of what happened. So open your eyes now and now you may wish to write down whatever you learned or you might just wish to sit in this feeling knowing that you are indeed able to do this whenever you want to choose to lower these walls. Now that you've had a chance to come out of the guided visualization, I hope you're feeling better about where you are, that you're feeling like you have actually done some great work because even if you didn't take any of the walls down, even if you only took down a quarter percent of a wall, you are aware now where they are. You're aware now that you have something that you can do something about. And you can come back as often as you want and listen on demand to this guided visualization. Whenever there's more that you want to work on, certain area in your life you want to work on, if this is the way that it works for you and it helps, come back and listen to it over and over. So hopefully you're aware of what you saw in your guided visualization, that it stayed with you, did you realize what type of person or circumstance that you're keeping out? Did you see that? Did you feel that? Because it, honestly, it can start with one person that makes you feel unsafe, and then it can spread to other situations and other types of people. So if you had a problem with a mother or father that was an authority figure that didn't do right by you and yours, you know, the way you were feeling about it, and you maybe it translated to every authority figure you've ever dealt with, teachers. Policemen, firemen, all these other types of people that might be an authority figure. If you had one romantic partner who what I would say just treated you poorly or did you wrong or did something really bad, you may have your wall up against all possible loving partners, and you don't want that if you want to be connected at all. So you have these walls up that may have infected other areas of your life or other people besides the first person that you dealt with. If you do come across other people's walls, just know how to react to them. Send them love and appreciation because you know people are going through stuff. You know they're dealing with stuff and you can't necessarily help them right at that moment because it's their stuff. But you can send them that love without even saying anything. Send them that appreciation knowing that they're dealing with their stuff. Sometimes it doesn't look like people are dealing with their stuff, but they are because they're living with it. Whether they've moved forward in 50 years or whether they haven't, that's on them. So you can still send them that love and that appreciation and send it to yourself as well, knowing that you're working on it. You're attempting to do something. If you're here, you're trying, you're working through things. Pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a virtual hug because you deserve it. You're working through things and you're trying and you're dealing with things that are huge. But if things are really difficult and you can't seem to do it on your own, by all means, email me, work with me because you don't want to wait till you're on your last your last, you know, camel. What is that? That broke the camel's back. You don't want to wait until you're beyond help in your own mind. Where it takes a lot more work with something. If you see something's approaching and you need help with it, reach out. Whether to me or to a therapist or another life coach or someone that a minister that you feel can help you. This sort of thing you can do for yourself. And it wasn't something I was willing to do for a long time because I felt self-sufficient. So I'm here to tell you. You can be totally self-sufficient and still reach out and not be looked on as someone who's weak or someone who can't handle themselves. You don't need to tell the whole world, like I am, that you've gone to a therapist or you've gone to a life coach, but you can do what you need to do for you and become truer to yourself by by reaching out. And right now, I want to mention that boundaries and walls are totally different. Walls basically are fear. It's fear-based and safety-based. You do it because you're fearful of what might happen. You put it up because of that fear. But boundaries, you put up out of love of self. You put them up because you want to let people know, this is what makes me happy. And that isn't. So don't treat me that way. You want to do it in a healthy way. So that you don't slam people in the face by doing it. But you still can do it in a loving way saying, you know, this isn't acceptable to me. This is my boundary. And this is what makes me feel good. And so often, boundaries make your relationships stronger. They make them so much better because people aren't guessing what you want from a relationship. And this is, of course, a whole nother show I could do just about boundaries. But I wanted to make sure that I included a bit about this here because they're so important. Boundaries can become walls, and walls can become boundaries, depending on how you deal with it. If you get to the point. In a wall where you take it down, the people are treating you poorly and you're going, wait, I just took the wall down. Now you have to put it back up again. No. Now you put up a boundary instead and find a way to make a happy medium so that you can have a boundary that says, this is what I will accept from you. This is the kind of, of relationship that I want. Because boundaries say, you deserve more. I deserve more. Treat me nice. Treat me the way that I want to be treated. And it's even healthy to raise the boundaries in relationships and in situations that you might not have in the past have done it. It is especially healthy if you do it instead of having a wall, if you feel safe doing that. But if you get, you kind of overreact when you have a boundary situation, you can throw that wall up really fast. And you might need to just for a moment to say, oh, nope, can't deal with this person. But allow yourself to be aware you're doing it because then it can be a tool in your toolbox. Don't want this person. I put the wall up really high. Okay, now I can pull it down and say, okay, no, this isn't acceptable to me. But you might need a second to disconnect. And that's what the wall does for you. But then it becomes consciously doing it instead of subconsciously stuck. And that is a huge, huge choice that you can make for yourself. When you're looking at expectations, I want to touch on this as well. If they aren't fulfilled and you don't know what to say and you don't speak your truth, You can go from zero to 100. And let me tell you what I mean by that. If you have no boundaries and you are letting people walk all over you and you haven't put a wall up, you're letting them walk all over you over and over and over again. You may suddenly say, wall, I'm going to yell at you now and tell you what for. I'm going to tell you how you've always treated me. I'm going to send you a letter. I'm going to tell you this is not right. Or they'll yell at you and, and tell you and you're going, what the heck happened? This is something that happens to people who don't allow themselves to speak their truth as they go along. And you might see yourself doing that. And I want you to be aware that when you do that, it's healthy. It's okay. Because you need to be aware that all of a sudden you stopped not being in your truth. So you are in your truth. It's just that you shocked the heck out of everybody because you did it, like I said, from zero to 100. You set the boundary kind of by going, no. And you screamed at them and it's like, oh, wait a minute. Everybody else gets kind of discombobulated. (laughs) They're they're not quite sure what to do about it. But after you do that, once you you get used to the fact that you can start speaking up for yourself, that you can do that in a safe way and in a way that works for you, you'll come back to center. You'll come back instead of being zero and letting people walk all over you and you not feeling comfortable, then all of a sudden you're going to feel really good about yourself. Because after you start screaming and yelling and then realizing you don't really need to do that. You might need to shake people up and tell them, this is what I'm feeling. They may step away, but they may just go, wow, okay, what the hell happened? And then you start coming back more towards somewhere in your center. You start then putting those healthy boundaries out in a way and learning how to speak your truth without stepping all over other people, which you don't want to do because you didn't like it. You may want to do it at first to somebody who was walking all over you. But honestly, when it comes down to it, if you want just open communication, you just need to set that boundary at a space that becomes more and more comfortable for you. So you don't want to throw the wall back up if you had one or have none. If that's what you had, you want to make sure you set that boundary to a place that feels really comfortable, which means setting it clearly and not demanding something, but being, this is what I want. And you only need to get demanding if nobody listens to you. And then you need to say your truth in a way that works for you. We've talked today about all sorts of things when it comes to walls, about if you have them, what they are. We talked about what it is the energetic field that you can't necessarily see, but that a science can actually measure. We looked at why you have them and the fact they're all fear based, that you put them up when you needed safety. We talked about how to recognize them. And let me say some of those again in case you didn't feel we're at the end now, I want to make sure that you remember them, that you feel separate and apart from people or you know people who do, even when they're in a crowd, maybe especially when they're in a crowd, but even when you're around loved ones, if you don't feel connected, then there's a wall up somewhere. If you can't seem to be understood, the communication just doesn't work with certain people. There's some sort of a wall on one side or the other. And if you've been around the house and people have yelled at you from another room and you can't quite hear them I remember my parents were constantly going, what, what? And some of them, I was young when I did that. So they didn't even have hearing issues Mm -hmm. until later in life. But they would always say, what? And it was that wall was there. But it was a real wall. It wasn't a virtual wall that you created yourself. It was a wall that was from the house. So if you feel like people aren't hearing you or they're misunderstanding you constantly, there's a wall there that you need to adjust, take down or allow it to shift and move into a boundary instead. If people have a fear of this loving relationship commitment thing that you're looking at going, I want a commitment. What is the matter with this person I'm dating? Or this person I've lived with for 20 years. I'm done. I'm tired. That's a wall. It's a wall that you need to love them through, appreciate them through, and see what happens. Set your boundary so they know, this is what I want from you. If you can't do it, then let's talk or goodbye. And that's harsh. It has to be harsh sometimes, but it's what you need to do for you in a loving way to yourself. Love yourself enough to put up the boundaries that you need and not hide behind walls unless you need them there and you can consciously choose to put them up or take them down. Make sure that you have all the love for yourself that you can when you're going through this process because honestly, it is something that you can do that will change your life bit by bit Or all at once, and make sure if you have those issues that you need help on, that you find it. Email me, talk to others, go somewhere safe, and help yourself if you need to. Thank you so much for joining me here today. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Connect with me on Facebook or by email with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes or if you would like to be a guest, give me a shout out and I'll send you an application. Until next week, remember, you are already enough to have that joyful, limitless life that you desire. You are tuned in to living your limitless life. You want to know more? Visit host Carol DeShane's website at connect2joy.com gonna be, gonna be a good, good day, yeah.